My name is Karen Graciano and I work in the English department. I have been working um, with the English department for 21 years at this point and teaching the legal research class, legal research, both writing and analysis for, I wanna say maybe 16, 17 plus years as well. It is a very special class. And I'm saying that because in this particular class, my students willingly decide because it is an elective class that they want to take on a pretty big challenge. And that challenge is to, to research and write a short legal journal article. And by this, we mean that we utilize the blue book, which is used by legal professionals and law students, and that we, I'm gonna say, go to uncharted territory because as they will share, they are not doing just a, let's say, a historical kind of review. They're actually really seeing what is the law saying right now on a current issue and what do they recommend in that area of law as well. So they're gonna introduce themselves now and just briefly tell you what they worked on. And then what we're really gonna do is we're gonna have a nice conversation. That's what we're gonna do together because we know each other, we've worked together and all, and we wanna give you um, a really good idea about the kind of challenges that they took on in this particular course and how they benefited from it from those challenges, both personally and professionally. So why don't we start with Ariana? You wanna start for us? Give us, you know, tell us your major, tell us your year, tell us what you work on for your research. Sure, hi guys. Um, my name's Ariana Buffalino. I am a senior um, English major, minors in criminology and economics. And my legal research was on monetary bail and the constitutionality or lack thereof of the fact that um, individuals can be held in jail before their trial um, and just kind of all of the things that go along with that. Um, and yeah, I took this class when I was a sophomore, so it was exactly two years ago. Yeah, exactly. Great. Maddie. Hi, everyone. My name is Maddie McClay. Um, I'm a junior psychology major with a minor in peace and justice. Um, and for my legal journal article, I wrote about recidivism in the United States. And specifically, I analyzed the implications of the First Step Act, um, which is a bipartisan bill to decrease American recidivism um, within the prison system. And I really looked at the implications there and then also made my own suggestions to that law as well. Excellent. Thanks, Maddie. How about Bobby? You want to go next? Sure. Hello, everyone. My name is Bobby Montesano. Uh, I'm a senior. I'm an environmental studies major and a business minor. And for my journal article, I wrote about the issues that certain groups are having in environmental litigation in terms of uh, gaining more regulation or enacting policy. And so I wrote about specifically the issue of standing in environmental cases and how different groups are um, interpreting that definition um, and trying to find new ways around it. Um, yeah. Great. Thanks, Bobby. Erin? Hi, everybody. My name is Erin Nielsen. I'm a junior English major, business and communication minor, and I participated in um, Professor Graciano's class last spring, and it was a wonderful opportunity for me 
And I decided to research a very relevant issue um, in our society with public health today. Um, I focused my research on um, why eliminating religious and philosophical vaccination exemptions is essential to the health um, of American school systems. Great, thanks, Erin. Anna? Hi, everyone. My name is Anna Sokolowski. I'm a senior political science major and naval science minor. So if we've got any ROTC people out there, hello. Um, uh, I took this class last spring um, with Erin, Maddie, and Bobby. It was an incredible experience and I'm just so grateful to have gone through the process. And I researched um, the impacts of military burn pits on veterans and this thing called presumption of service connection. So I really looked at the legislation um, such as the National Defense Authorization Act and how there's not a whole lot of literature out there on how legislation is supporting veterans who served in Iraq and Afghanistan, especially with the environmental um, compounds that were in the air there, and how can we litigate that in the future and focus on the health of our veterans and care when they come home. Great. Thanks, Anna. Karina? Hi, everyone. My name is Karina Zakarian. I'm a junior English major with minors in French and criminology, and I actually took Professor Graziano's class as a freshman, so it was a really enlightening experience for me just transitioning into college. And then for my legal research, I focused on climate change and the impact that carbon emissions have had just kind of like from a global perspective. And specifically, I looked at the court case Juliana versus the United States, um, which kind of showed how youth activism sort of plays into that conversation. Yeah, so first of all, so interesting, right? All the different kind of topics, different backgrounds, right, that everybody has. And in the class, I mean, it's there's science majors, there's chemistry majors, I mean, great variety as well, too, because law is touching us in every way, you know, anything that we could think of, any industry area. And so when when we were going back and forth and kind of talking about this session, one of the big questions that I asked our panelists was really about the stretch, you know, that they had made in doing this research and taking this class very much. Like I say, any colleagues of mine in the English department as well too, were real process kinds of folks as well too. And doing any kind of research, there's a process. So why don't we, why don't we give everybody kind of a sense of, you know, what is it, what's it like when you take on a semester long project like you did? What was the process like? Because we want to give them a sense of the kind of the stretch part of it. You know, that this class, it's part of the writing and rhetoric program. It's part of the English department. It's not a required course, you know, for anyone. So if you also want to want to incorporate, you know, into that, why you decided to take the class too, that would be great. So how about who, who wants to go first for us? Anna, you want to go first? Sure. Um, yeah, so I think I really decided to take legal writing and analysis last spring because I was curious in the legal field, but I knew that I'm not automatically going to be able to go to law school right after graduation due to other career plans. Um, but yeah, the class is definitely a stretch, but I will say um, it is extremely collaborative and that's what I really got out of it in terms of the community building we had. Um, it is a lot of work, that's for sure, but it, we really do break down all the assignments. The timelines are all um, extremely helpful, and Dr. Graziano does help keep us to a T, um, for sure. So 
Um, I would say the process is worth it. And at times it can seem arduous, but the research will really come to you, especially when you don't think it will. And I cannot speak any more highly of how I learned how to be a better writer through this class and really trust the research and the information that's out there, um, especially when it seems like it might not be. There are definitely resources and there are a lot of people on campus that you'll connect with that you might not know even exist at this point. So there's so much I learned from this class that go beyond just the legal aspect of it. Um, and the process is definitely one that pays dividends um, even to this day. So what was so interesting, right? I think Anna, part of your experience, right, is that for many of my students, while it's challenging, and, and by the way, what they're working on, it's a short legal journal article. And so again, they might kind of be laughing at this because to put together a short legal journal article, there's so much research that has to go into it. And these articles, I mean, they've ranged anywhere from, we'll say, maybe about 12 pages to over 40, you know, depending on that particular student, right? And, um, but what was so interesting about it is the, the ownership piece takes place, like, um, I'm going to say, because I have some of my current students here right now, but the ownership he starts like around now, you know, in this particular class where students are getting like really into what their research question is and really questions. And then they are just really curious and they're intrigued and they want to figure it out. Right. So who wants to who wants to talk about that part of the process, like kind of the figuring it out piece? Bobby. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think. Um... I remember there was there was a night where I was in the library doing some research and I had started with sort of a different subject for my research article. I sort of wanted to do like um, if nature itself has legal rights, but as I immersed myself farther and farther into the readings, um, one of the coolest parts about researching in this way is it's definitely like a rabbit hole where you read one article and some citation leads you to a new article and that article makes you think about your topic differently. Um, so I remember feeling that a really large sense of that sort of going deeper and deeper. Um, I forgot what, what question I was answering. Well, as you can tell, he really enjoyed the rabbit hole. Is yeah, what yeah. saying. Like, like, like it can be surprising that uh, we'll say people are in the flow. And the time goes by, you know, as well when you're when you're deep in and kind of invested in that topic. And I think you have to try it. It really taught me to trust myself and to trust sort of my instincts yeah. in terms of you're you're researching something um, that you don't know anything about in a language that is very hard to read um, outside yeah. of sort of normal conventions. Um, and so immersing yourself in that and trusting yourself, trusting uh, Professor Graziano's lessons. Um, I think was a big part of the process for me. I also love, and I have to note that all of our panelists sh were shaking their heads yes <laughs> at that particular comment, you know, as well too about kind of the the process aspects that you were talking about, Bobby. I know who wants to who wants to add on to that. Ariana does. It looks like. Yeah. Um, so when it came to picking my topic, I was a bit conflicted. Um, I knew that I was going to be spending an entire semester researching it, so I wanted to make sure it was something that I was super passionate about, and I ended up stumbling upon a few different news articles about different individuals who were 
um, being held at the grip of monetary bail. And I just couldn't help but think about how unfair the concept was to me and how like anti-justice it felt. And um, just to kind of go off of what Bobby was saying, this project has like led me to so many more opportunities throughout the rest of my college career. Um, I'm in the process of applying to law schools. I've heard back from almost all of them. So I'll be attending in the fall. And almost 90% of my application was about my research in monetary bail because in three other classes after this one, I continued my research because it was something that I truly had so much passion for. And it was something that I was able to speak about on my um, college or my law school applications um, because it is something that I'd love to pursue in my legal career. So um, I think this class just set me on such a direct path that I realistically would not have been on if I had not taken it or chosen this topic. Great. Thanks, Ariana. Karina? Yeah, to kind of go more back to what Bobby was saying, um, I think like one of the words that always stands out to me with this class is just like perseverance. Like this process like stretches on for quite a while. And I guess like for me personally, I was doing kind of a different topic, like something that was more like scientifically oriented. And especially when you're getting into a lot of the research and, you know, doing that sort of like legal writing process. There's a lot of technical language that you have to parse through, but I just like was very interested in the topic I was doing kind of like Ariana was saying, so that like helped me to push through. So I definitely encourage anyone who like wants to take this class, like definitely pick a topic that you're very interested in and you're committed to. And this is kind of the research that I've done in this class has led me to decide like what I want to do in the future. So it's definitely had a big impact um, starting you know from my freshman year up until now. Great. Erin, what, what would you like to add to our conversation yeah, about your process? Sure. I, I think what a lot of people have kind of mentioned um, is that they found topics that they were genuinely interested in. So it made the research component a lot more interesting and just a smoother process. And like um, Bobby was talking about, like going down the rabbit hole, like I encourage everyone on this call, whether you're taking currently in um, legal writing and analysis or interested in taking the class or just, you know, doing research for another class to really just pursue what you're passionate about and finding ways to research that. Because if you're able to explore a topic that you're genuinely curious about, it's going to make the research feel less like a class or a requirement and more about that you're writing about something that you genuinely find, you know, you want more information about. And I also think um, going off of that, like a lot of us have had opportunities to then, you know, share our research and um, whether it's with classmates or with, you know, you all tonight or other avenues as well. So I think, you know, trying to find something that you see value in is very important because I feel like all of us not only got to benefit from researching our own topic, but also sharing with our classmates what we learned. And so I feel like it made us more informed citizens um, and better community members at Villanova. So try to, you know, think outside the box and, you know, if you're maybe majoring in English or majoring in something else other than English, you know, explore what you're interested in and, you know, tap into that. I know. And, you know, Erin, I so appreciate that, the, that kind of passion part about like, like, what are you really interested in and kind of why is definitely at the core of this for, for everyone and maybe finding things that they, you know, it, it, when they first started researching that they, again, it's not as if everyone knew a lot about ideas for Aaron's topic, it was, I mean, and we're, we're still going through it now, but it was the timeliness of 
look at what we're going through. And I remember you saying to our class that you just, you really wanted to understand it. So, yes, I would say that also, like, I feel like some of us came into the art, this class with like our own conceptions about what law is. And I feel like I personally was thinking of like the different broad categories of law. Oh, I could look at something corporate law. Or I could think of something tax or litigation or healthcare. I would encourage you instead of thinking about like law into different categories, thinking about more how law intersects with the world around us. I think that's how a lot of us found topics that we were interested in. Yeah, great. Thanks, Erin, so much. Maddie? Um, yeah, I can just build to Ariana's point a little bit. Um, I thought it was really great how um, she went into like the real world world application of her research. And I kind of have a similar story, but in a different path. Um, so I took legal writing because I was really interested in the law. And also I was interested in the prospect of going to law school one day. But it was one of those things where I think I, I knew going into the class that I didn't want to go straight into law school after I graduated from college. Um, so as I mentioned before, I research a lot of um, information about prison reform, and that actually led me into a path that um, is related to HR. And so I want to work in recruiting one day um, for a firm that has second chance hiring programs, which is basically the idea that you look beyond people's criminal records um, and you can like, hire nonviolent criminals in order to give them a second opportunity to really reintegrate into society, which um, from my research, I really learned significantly decreases their um, chances of going back into prison in the future. So I think it's really interesting um, how you can really open yourself up to a topic that you're passionate about and how it can really impact your next couple of years at Villanova and even beyond that as well. Yeah, and I know you see, you see everybody's shaking their heads yes, because now I, I think really what, what we want to share with everyone, right, is this, this kind of program tonight is about the personal and professional kind of benefits, right, that everybody you know, I'm going to say received and earned, you know, from this experience. And so we would love to hear, you know, how did it, you know, it was a stretch, right? Doing this kind of research for sure. And stretch goals are really important for us, those challenges. What do you think, like personally and professionally, how do you think that, like, what were some of the challenges in doing this? And what were some of the benefits for you as well, too? And actually, Erin, if you could start for us, because I know this is a really interesting, like Erin was taking another class and right in that was that was in the area that you were researching as well. So it allowed you, you know, additionally, we'll say to get to know that faculty member better and to kind of like apply information from another class, which doesn't always happen in a lot of, you know, different environments. So one thing is that that definitely students were able to use their knowledge and experience from other classes, but then also we're getting to the people part of this as well too. So Erin, do you wanna start for us? Sure, so yeah. um, just to re-mention what my topic was, I was looking at vaccination law and policy. And while taking this course last spring, I also was taking one of my um, required mental science um, courses. Yeah. And that was called, um, God, I'm blanking for on the moment because it's been a minute. Um, vaccines and public perception. And that was a really interesting class because it was looking at how society like views different like vaccination policies and laws and looking at like the biology, but also the social cultural impl implications of vaccines. And so as I was starting that class amidst like the pandemic, February of last year was when some of the COVID cases were the highest on Villanova's campus and nationally. And it was really interesting to see like the scientific lens about it. And then we also kept on talking about legal implications in that class, but we were just only touching on it. And it, I found myself like after those classes, just like 
so intrigued that I was wanting to just do my own research. And I started to realize I had a genuine interest in that. So then when Professor Graciano, you know, really said that we could explore whatever we wanted to in our research, that was kind of a natural direction I started to stem in, though that wasn't the only thing I was considering exploring. But going off what Professor Graciano asked a minute ago, through that course, I actually had the opportunity to work with my professor as one of my interviewers who I got to receive more information about. Um, and that helped a lot with my research. And he was also able to connect me with more, you know, other resources for reading. So I definitely encourage each of y'all on this call, regardless of what you're interested in, to think about how people you know within your own Villanova network, whether those are peers, other classmates, or um, professors could help you lend to your research. I know Anna on this call, like she was a wonderful peer to me during um, all the process last year. And though I didn't actually take her offer up on this, she, she heard I was talking about like vaccination law with school children and her dad um, is a superintendent of a school. And so when she heard about that, she offered for me to do an interview with him. So definitely like tap into your classmates. We're all in it together. Yeah. And so one of the things that, that we didn't mention yet is that interviewing professionals was a, a big part of this. And so part of the challenge was find, like having enough of a base in their areas so that they could then go out and interview experts. And these were experts like, you know, Erin, you mentioned like you could have interviewed, right, a superintendent. These are faculty members. A lot of them are law school faculty members. They're lawyers, they're practicing, and then all the allied professions. So they could have worked in education or they could be a counselor, it could be a police officer, it could be a wide range of wherever that law is being implemented so that everybody was able to really understand, well, here's the law, but actually how is it being applied? Because ultimately what they needed to get to were recommendations. So that's what makes this kind of research really different than a lot of other areas as well. And I think one of the hard parts, right, was that, and I say this in the very beginning of all the classes, that you have to become, quote unquote, a mini expert in your area. And that, and so kind of rising to that level of knowledge and then interviewing professionals as well, too. And so for Erin, Erin took on a different kind of role because here that's her professor, but now she has a research hat on as well. So she's talking with that professor definitely in a different way than she would be as a student in the class. She is much more knowledgeable. She's looking at things in different ways. She's having a different kind of conversation as well, too. And this is all part of that really strong personal professional kind of base as well. So who who wants to, who wants to share some idea? Thank you, Erin, so much. Anna, you want to go next? Sure, and Erin, thank you so much. That's <laughs> so nice of you. Oh, of um, I miss that class so much. Um, so yeah, I would say I definitely made a lot of professional relationships, especially on campus, but also beyond. So um, again, my research was the impacts of uh, military burn pits uh, in uh, veterans. And a lot of my research led me to people who did write um, notes. And so one of the ways we found in our class, I think a lot of people could probably agree with this, is contacting the person that wrote a really influential journal article that you read that you find on Nexus. And you reach out to them and you say, hi, my name is Anna and I'm researching this at Villanova. I read your note from 2015 when you were in law school. 
and it's kind of a shot in the dark it feels like but actually it's not and they are so usually flattered that you are reaching out to them to ask about a journal article they thought kind of got lost and that they published when they were maybe a 2L in in law school and they didn't think that it ever really resurfaced again and somebody is studying their research and that I think is so exciting but you are kind of carrying on their legacy of what they started and you're they're kind of passing the torch to you to give you all of that information and it was so humbling to be able to talk about it to a variety of people like um, I talked to a woman who lives in Virginia and she's a legal consultant on the side and owns a horse farm so it, and she went to law school and wrote this note on burn pits and that was incredible to talk to her um, in terms of campus connections I think I touched on this in the first thing I said but I reached out to Mike Brown who is the director of the military and veterans affairs office on campus and he was also incredible because he experienced um, burn pits when he was serving abroad. And so to get that personal um, insight into what it was like to be around the environment or the topic that you're studying is so important, even if it's an environmental problem or not, you know, it can be vaccines. Did you do research on developing mRNA vaccines or something like Aaron was saying? Um, but the personal and professional relationships that you make through networking which can seem so daunting and intimidating at first, because I remember sitting in my dorm saying, okay, I'm 20 years old. They don't, I'm not even in law school. I don't think they're going to answer my email, but they do. And you just have to have confidence that your words matter and there's so much weight to it. And people want to hear from you. And like, you kind of have to think of it yourself of if you wrote a note, that somebody is now looking at maybe five years later, that would be awesome and I would definitely reply. So um, I would just say, never say never in terms of who you're contacting. It can even be some of the most dignified people in this country that you might reach out to and go for it. They like, there's no limits um, and it, it will really help you. You might get two responses, you might get 10, but I promise you that those two are still gonna be incredible. So. Um, yeah, just shoot for the moon because it will just set you up for success, I promise you. In terms of your research, do you think that the things that they shared with you, would you have been able to, I mean, gain that from reading other articles? No, I don't think so. And I read a multitude of articles. Yes, you did. <laughs> again, hearing the... Um, hearing the again the personal experiences where you gain their it's just in the way they talk and I know that's really abstract to say but when you can hear somebody's emotional perspective on what they experienced and sometimes it's actually for for my situation real health issues that impact them to this day um and how does that have a weight on their life for me it was how is the veterans um the VA still supporting them or not to this day. And and you can't read that on a piece of paper. Um, it's only something that once you make that personal relationship with somebody, they can take you further, um, kind of between the lines in their paper to really, really show you that they care so much about this topic and, and you should too. Um, so for sure, I would say definitely. Great, and it was a very difficult topic. I mean, that Anna selected as well too, right? And talking to someone who has some experience with that as well, it sounds like it would be emotional, you know, for that person and the way that they would be sharing. 
kind of that background um, and the care that they would want you to take in working on the topic too, right? So excellent, thanks so much. Who'd like to go next? Karina, do you wanna share about your research? Cause you you told us you your research required really a very good understanding of science as well. And you're not, you're not a science major. No, I'm not, I'm an English no. major. Um, so just to circle back again, I did, I focused my journal article on like climate change and like rising carbon emissions, not just in the United States, but sort of like from a global perspective. And I feel like that was like so insightful for me. I've, I've kind of always loved science, but not math. So like, you know, like, and those, those two topics tend to intersect when it comes to careers, but I feel like this class like really allowed me to explore and like use my use my English skills, I guess, like in order to like harness a better understanding of those um, those different technical topics. But yes, like concerning the research, like you, it, it definitely took some time to get a grasp on these very technical topics. And I think the networking really played such an essential role, at least for me in gaining a better understanding. My dad actually works at, a, at two different nuclear power plants in New Jersey. So I was able to talk to some lawyers from FERC and a couple other professors from like the Lewis and Clark Law School, which is like one of the most esteemed envir environmental law schools in the country. So it was just a really like enlightening and insightful experience to be able to hear their stories and also just like listen to the current research that they're doing now because like these environmental problems are very pressing and it's something that you're constantly hearing about in the news today. So to not only learn about kind of what's gone on in the past and see how sort of that political legislation has changed, but also sort of immerse yourselves in like the current context. Um, that was just, that was a really great experience. I know, and Karina, you already mentioned to us that you were a first year student taking this <laughs> class. And I, I told Karina in all the years that I've taught it, she was only my second first year student <laughs> taking this particular course. <laughs> so can you share with everyone, you know, that, um, what was your attitude in going into the research and talking to these professionals? You were only, you weren't, you didn't even have one year under your belt here. Yeah, it was definitely a little intimidating for sure. Kind of what Anna touched upon, just sort of like a shot in the dark, just reaching out to these professionals and seeing if they'll get back to you. But it was just like the experience, it was all so worth it um, to be able to come into college and sort of get that legal writing under your belt right away. I didn't know that I wanted to pursue law when I came to college. I wasn't really sure, but it just really solidified it for me. And again, just sort of developing that professional context, you know, like you learn how to like contact professionals so that when you're doing that sort of thing in the future, whether you pursue a law career or not, it just really helps to solidify that foundation for you. So I just found that whole process really beneficial. And even though I was a freshman, I was very like I was just very determined to figure it out I guess yeah. so it was yeah it was very beneficial. I mean what's also really interesting too is that most of these professionals they're not used to college students contacting them as researchers so I would have to say the Karina that everyone you talk to even if you even if again you said you were a first-year student they probably wouldn't believe it <laughs> that you were a first-year student but that it's so notable at most colleges there's there, there is, they don't offer a legal research and writing course like this. Um, they offer other kinds of legal writing courses that are um, a, a little piece of what you would do in a first year legal writing program. And in that kind of class, everybody would work on actually the exact same assignment with the, the exact same materials. But so this, this is very different than that. 
And right. the idea being is that everybody can select their own research and that this research then really has a life of its own because right. you own it, right? And then you can put in the, the effort, right? To like understand your topic so that Karina can understand these very difficult, the very difficult science, <laughs> all those journal articles that you read in the science area as well, and be able to have the, that, that level of conversation also. So it's notable is what it is. And again, that, that all the different professionals, a lot, I know a lot of the professionals over the years have wanted to actually see the articles at the end. And it's not because they were, I'm going to say, checking on, like, how were they incorporated? It was actually because they were really interested in the these student researchers' ideas and views. That they were like, oh, you're a researcher, I'm a researcher too. They weren't looking at the fact that anybody's age, their year in college, nothing, there was nothing dismissive about right. the experience. You right. agree, Karina? Yeah, that, that exact same thing yeah. happened to me. The lawyer from PSEG, which is the company my dad works for, um, like I sent him the legal journal, my legal journal article, like when the class was over, just so he could kind of look at it and yeah. see like the research I had done. And another thing that I'll add to that is like, I guess, like regardless of whether you're a freshman or not, like this experience, this experience can definitely be intimidating. And I was worried that I would reach out to these professionals and they wouldn't have time for me. Like they'd be busy or they just wouldn't be interested in like talking to me as an undergraduate student, but they were all so excited. Like the ones that got back to me were so excited to sort of have the opportunity to talk to me and also just like provide more information on, um, on their research. So like Anna was saying, like, don't, don't be afraid to reach out to people. Don't be afraid to do that networking because like they're there, they're, they will be interested and they'll get back to you. Yeah. And in the current legal writing class, we're not there yet. We, we have not reached out to any professionals yet, but we will be um, as well. And so Maddie, do you want to share kind of your experience reaching out to, to different individuals? as well. Yeah, um, I had a similar experience everyone else spoke to, but I think it's just um, really important to speak about like the professional development aspect as well. Um, so I know for me personally, when I reached out to my professionals, I was very like nervous they wouldn't respond or that um, they would think that my research was silly. But in both calls that I, um, you know, got on with the professionals, they were very impressed by the opportunity that I was having to research and like my knowledge of the topic as well, that um, mine also wanted a copy of the journal article when it was finished. So it was really encouraging. And also um, as a big takeaway, like it gave me a lot of confidence as an individual that like my skill set is um, valid and, you know, respected by these individuals. So I've spoken about um, reaching out to these professionals in multiple interview settings. And also I've spoken about um, my legal research as well. And it's definitely perceived as something very unique because as Professor Graciano um, had mentioned before, not many people have this opportunity, especially um, from such a young age. So it really is a great opportunity to put yourself out there um, and grow professionally as well as academically. Great. Thanks, Maddie. And Maddie, is there anybody else too that you wanted to share that you interviewed as part of this process? Yeah. So I actually interviewed a program director um, for someone who works with ex-convicts who come out of the prison system and then are reintegrated into society. Um, and so he actually had a personal experience as well because um, he was incarcerated previously in his life. So um, I think speaking to like the more personal side of it, like Anna did, it's really interesting to hear something um, that you like that because you wouldn't find that typically like in someone's research. Um, so just getting more intimate with your topic and being able to understand and like hear the real life experiences 
of individuals, I think is really touching and adds a lot to your research as well, just because that is people's lived reality. So I think it gives um, the research a lot more humanization, if that makes sense. And I think too, I remember you telling the class how impressed he was that, yeah. that you cared. Yeah, he was like, he asked me, you know, what had really um, struck my interest about this topic. And I just said, I was like reading about it and just like looking at um, our country as a whole, looking at mass incarceration, he said it's such like a unique topic for someone so young to be so interested in. Um, and so I think it was really interesting that he he was very touched, I think, that I had taken the time to like, educate myself um, and do really do some extensive research about it. Yeah, that's great. Great. Bobby. Yeah, I, I just remember before I made the call to the person that I interviewed, I had spent like an hour and a half, like outlining, like what I was going to ask, like what to say if this came up, like, and I was sitting there, my hands shaking before I made the call at three o'clock. Um, and we started talking and within the first five minutes of the conversation, I realized that all of my preparation like didn't matter because the conversation was going a different direction. Um, and just, it was, I, walked out of it feeling great because the conversation was really helpful for my research and also i had just gotten through it like that's that's a call i'd never made like that type of call i've never made before um just in sort of like a professional um, research oriented manner and gaining that experience was fantastic because it, it really gives you confidence to um one, speak on a subject that you're new about and just sort of, you know, you know what you know, you got to think until you make it um, and hopefully you're prepared enough. And to reach out to people in the future, like in terms of looking for jobs or looking for internships, um, the ability to just have a phone call with someone, um, I think is a really invaluable skill. And it's something that you get to practice in this class. So I, I, I everyone's really elaborated on it, but that's what I have to say. That's what I took out. I know, and Bobby, you're making me laugh because I remember when that happened. <laughs> yes, yes, everybody has those moments of this is awkward. I'm not comfortable doing this. I knew I, I know I need to do this, and I know this is going to be good. But how, like, what will this sound like? What's going to be like? And and all too, and then you work through it, mm -hmm. and you're better for it for sure. I mean, in terms of your totally. research and everything. Can, can you tell us then, I mean, because you're you're a senior now as well too, how, how do you think that this helped you? How do you think like an experience like that has helped you in your personal and professional development? Well, I spoke a little bit about it, but like uh, I got this like legal internship and it was, it was for this like insurance consultant agency. And I didn't really know a lot about insurance. So I did, I did some research beforehand and in that interview, I talked about this class and sort of, um, you know, the, the ability to self-educate, to self-motivate um, and think about things in a like sort of a legal analysis way. It, it, for me, was really about confidence and just having the confidence to be in the room, to make your voice heard um, and people, people will respect that and notice it. And I ended up getting that internship. So, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, confidence again, I, I think that we, you know, can underline, kind of highlight that, that confidence, like gaining that confidence, that's hard fought. It absolutely it is. is. It absolutely is. You got to work, you got to work for that. And you got a whole semester to, to work on it. 
which is absolutely, great. absolutely. Ariana, would you like to add some more to that? Sure. Um, I kind of talked a little bit about how it helped me professionally. I mean, I, I can't imagine what I would even be writing about in my law school applications if I hadn't taken this class because it's been such a huge part of my college career. Um, and so on that side of things, it was invaluable. And I have this piece to like to show as um, like it's my blood, sweat and tears that went into this. Um, Karina was in my class. We had it during the pandemic. So it was a little bit different for us. Um, it was a lot of research. Once we had gotten home, it was a lot of me going into my room for like 12 hours at a time and just like plowing through it. And my mom would text me and be like, are you good? Like, who are you talking to right now? And I'd be like, oh, no big deal. Just this like attorney from Charlotte, North Carolina, like that I randomly got in touch with because um, I found his article online. And just like the connections that I made through this were like experiences that I didn't think I'd ever have. And kind of similar to what Aaron experienced, I also reached out to a previous teacher of mine for this project. Um, he's in the criminology department. I took his justice and society course the semester prior. And so much of my research was related to what we had learned in that class. So instead of me just taking this professor and like moving on with my college career, I was able to establish a relationship with him that carried throughout my college career. And I ended up adding a criminology minor, um, so you don't realize how connected all the things you do in college are and these experiences that somewhat like force you to put yourself out there are things that you wouldn't do on a normal daily basis or even in your typical class, um, like your typical English class, you're researching out of a book or online, you're not speaking to actual people. And that part of it was definitely invaluable for me. Yeah, I mean, developing your own research plan with some of my students, my students are all working on right now and, um, and identifying who those individuals are that you really want to be interviewing and what the pieces are. What was always what's always been so interesting is when students also get to a point where they have they've done the interviews, they've done the research, and now they're formulating recommendations. They don't agree with some of the experts, actually, that they interviewed, and they have really different ideas, or they, they take like a piece of it, and then they have their own ideas about the particular topic as well, too. So that right there, right, is another like big piece of kind of that professional development. So just to give everyone an idea as well, like, how do people use this experience in the class? Well, I've had many students who when they are looking for different kinds of opportunities, because it's it's legal opportunities when you're an undergrad, it's harder to find. And I've had many students create their own opportunities because of the work they did in the class. So they may have reached out to someone to schedule an informational interview, and it really was an informational interview. And then they talked, you know, they were able to get to know the person, they talked about what they did in this class and the research they did then that person wanted to see that research and was very interested. And then frankly, something actually came out of it. Um, so I've had, you know, students essentially um, create positions 
you know, somebody has created a position for them where no position existed for a college student. For law students, yes, but not for a college student. I've had some students where they continue their research later. And this, I mean, I'm looking at all of you thinking this could be you um, for sure. And they published it when they were in law school. So it's, you know, I, I get those emails that will say my research that started in the class is published now. Um, and also as a writing sample. So many students when they're in their 1L year, um, everybody is working on the same project in their legal writing classes and they have to share a writing sample. And actually, instead of sharing that writing sample from their 1L year, they have shared the article that they have written in this class because they're trying to distinguish themselves from a lot of other people. On their resumes, I would say for, for most of you, there is a legal writing section and you have described uh, what you have done you know, as well. So I'd love for everybody to share some other things that you think like, other ways that you feel that you that you have benefited, you know, from from again, I'm going to say like really, really, because this is a dig in kind of project that you work on. Ariana, do you want to start for us? Sure. Um, so like I kind of mentioned previously, my research in this class, I continued throughout other classes. Um, just last semester, I was in a public policy class. And we each were able to choose a topic of our interest um, and write a policy brief on it. And it, again, was a hefty research project, but I already had so much background on it from this class. I was just looking at it from a different angle, from like a policymaking angle and suggestions for different policies um, instead of like the more broad, like moral aspect of bail reform specifically. Um, and then we were all able to join a group um, based off of like the other topics in the class and bring our ideas together to come up with like one massive overarching reform type thing. Um, so I was able to write two policy briefs last semester that were all based off of my work in this class. And um, just having that background and that interest, like I said, has sparked me on my career and like my future in the legal world. Um, so setting me on my path is kind of something that I got out of this class that I wasn't necessarily anticipating or expecting. Great. Thanks, Ariana. Who'd like to go next? Bobby? Yeah, the, similarly, I we have a, um, in the GEV major, we have an issue seminar, and it's for every senior. And like, you get to choose any topic you want. So I did environmental litigation. And so like based on some of the research research that I did in this class, um, I was able to lead like this like hour and a half long discussion with all the seniors in my major about this topic. And so like, and it's just great to have that foundational sort of knowledge base um, and get to share that with other people who don't know as much about it, but are still passionate about it. Um, yeah, that are, it sounds it sounds wonderful. I wish I could have been there. <laughs> so yeah, no, it was it was fantastic. Yeah, it was it really does. great, and you get to share that with other people that um, that are passionate about that subject too. Um, and then, similar to Ariana, I've also through this class sort of realized that I wanted to go into the legal profession as well. So um, it was a big sort of um, it was like a watershed moment. You know, you you either like it or you don't. And I ended up really liking it. So. 
um, I was I was so super happy to be there. Great, thanks, Bobby. Karina. Yeah, um, so I did environmental research, um, similar to Bobby, and this really opened a professional door for me because I actually got to do an internship as a sophomore during the pandemic. Um, and that was a really interesting experience because I got a connection um, with this company, with this firm, Green and Schaefel, through the Bridge Society. And I was able to establish a connection with um, Dave Carney, who's the attorney there, because of my environmental focus. And we talked a little bit about my research. And even though that's not necessarily what I ended up doing once I started working with the firm, that was just like, that just solidified like a really good connection for me and especially gave me insight into you know, this notion of like, I want to go to law school, this is like specifically what I want to focus on, because I was able to continue, you know, writing affidavits and just becoming more immersed in that legal writing process. And also, like working with clients and getting that social aspect too, which was something that I hadn't experienced before. So conducting this research, and again, like delving into legal writing that that just really helps you going forward to establish more networking connections. Great. Thanks so much, Karina. Erin. Yes, I feel like taking this class, um, regardless if you take it as a freshman, a sophomore, a junior, or a senior, it is really valuable for one's professional development. And I remember throughout the semester, we had like a checklist of items that we were very highly encouraged to complete. And I remember at the beginning of the semester, it looked intimidating um, to complete. I think there was like a list of approximately 20 items. But I remember once we like submitted it at the end of the semester, I like was able to look back and think about how far each of us have come along our own professional development journey by taking legal writing and analysis. And I think that's awesome. And I feel like that's something I hope that like everybody can gain who participates in this class. Um, and so I feel like one thing that Professor Graciano does a great job of doing is, is kind of like subdividing things into small chunks. And so I would say like, take things like bite by bite, like and slowly you're going to see throughout the semester, like how far you've come. And it's really cool once you're at the end to be able to look back and recognize how this course not only allows you to learn so much about a legal topic that you're interested in, but allows you just to really have a self-discovery journey, I would go as far as to say about like what you're passionate about, where you might want to see yourself like working after college, if it's a legal career or something else. Um, I personally like I'm went into this class really like curious about law school and I found myself liking the team components of these this class a lot like Maddie and Anna and I have like a group chat that we would meet up and like work on research together or just sit and study and you know write together because you know it was a long process and I kind of left the class recognizing that I want a career that's very like team and people oriented so if I choose law I want to be working like with colleagues very closely I'm leaning more into like a business oriented field but I would say just don't just see it as a paper it's a much more of an experience this class. Erin, thanks for sharing that because I mean you heard they're doing some in-depth research can that which then can feel like well they're on their own doing that in-depth research but at the same time there were ways that and every class is a little bit different but that people were working together so they felt like a community who were going through the same steps but doing different kinds of research. And that, that was really, really important because it was also difficult. And I think you guys, you could all agree, right? That um, everybody felt uh, when they were finished with the article, that's when everyone felt um, extremely now comfortable. <laughs> like it's, it's a process when you're growing and developing and stretching and doing these things that it can feel uncomfortable 
during that process there it there could be hill you know hills and valleys kind of of like I, I was able to get this interview and it was great but then you still have to figure something else out and so when you put in that time kind of piece by piece and then at the end when everyone had their articles done that like real sense of reward that came with it, right? That was just incredible. I would have to say, as the as somebody watching it, all develop along the way, and you could they could also see their classmates developing along the way, which that's not typically right what we're looking at in our classes. But you could really see it in a class like this, how people's ideas were developing too, and then when people had those moments of you know being able to get that interview then we wanted to celebrate that and we wanted to share these things with everybody as well too so that was also very exciting and i'd say maybe not the norm in a lot of classes <laughs> where we're celebrating you know steps along the way also so maddie what about for you yeah i just have to build to that point a little bit um i think that was one of the biggest takeaways i had from the class just in general is how intimate the community felt within the class. Um, I know that for our class specifically with Bobby, Anna, and Aaron, I think there was only 12 of us. So we all were in a group chat together and we would um, text on the weekends, text on days that we had um, research days or we weren't exactly coming into class. And we would meet up in Bartley or in the library, we shared books. Um, I think there's something really special about being able to share your passions with other people. So while we had so many different types of topics in our class, it was always really rewarding when somebody got an interview and then shared a little bit um, about their experiences with the interview or whoever had um, you know, had done that first, kind of prepared all of us for what to expect and shared their experiences too. So it made the process feel very team oriented and community oriented, which I think for me as a sophomore was um, definitely like my first experience, I think at Villanova having a course like that um, and was very attractive to me. So I, you know, enrolled in several courses after that, that I really um, was able to create like a more intimate bond with the classroom. And then in addition to like the community factor of it, I think another really important note to talk about um, is like the time management skills that you gain because you really are writing, um, you know, like a 20 page article and you're doing a plethora of research and as well as interviews, um, as well as citations. So there's so many different components um, to this whole project that kind of force you to stay on track throughout the semester. So I feel like you build really strong project management and time management skills um, as well. And that's something I think I've taken with me um, throughout my the entirety of my sophomore year as well as my junior year. Great. Thanks, Maddie. Yeah. Anna? Yeah, I mean, I would ditto all of those um, <laughs> comments. I couldn't say it better myself, but I would actually go back to what Ariana said about public policy. I was in that class last semester as well. Um, and, you know, right now I'm not thinking of going to law school in the immediate um, or near future, but I know it's something that will always be in the back of my mind. And if I do use my journal article, it will definitely be something that I'll use to apply for, you know, graduate education or other opportunities. Um, but going back to public policy, um, this class really just honed in on my research skills. And before I came into legal writing, um, I had a pretty bad taste in my mouth about research from a previous class I had. And I just was really intimidated by it and didn't think that it was something I liked. Um, but now it's something I absolutely love. And um, it's really piqued my interest in public policy. Um, and, you know, last semester I did my research on education policy and college access, which is totally different than um, military affairs. But um, 
I felt so comfortable with the research process and the tools I had to use um, and telling my group like, hey, there's this resource we can use here. Um, we can look it up this way. Or, you know, Lauren Miltenberger, our professor saying, hey, you guys should reach out to so-and-so from FEN, like this um, Philadelphia nonprofit. And um, having those that confidence that we were talking about in terms of reaching out to people you don't know, but that do have pretty big pull on what you're looking at is so important. Um, and, you know, for me, just the writing process that we talk about all the time. Um, and I had Dr. Graziano in the fall last year for Law and Modern Lit and the fact that that translates to legal writing and analysis, your three drafts. Um, I still use that to this day. Um, so the research and the community and the writing and just all the skills I gained are things that will be sticking with me for forever. And um, it's whether you are interested in pursuing a legal profession or not, um, this class is extremely worth it. And I think it just, it gives you so much confidence and it gives you a lot of really great friends too that um, will be with you your entire time at Villanova. And a lot of us are still in touch. So um, I couldn't speak more highly of just the community and everything that I gained from the course. Oh, Anna, thank you so much. I mean, I think that you can all tell from their experiences, right, that they um, really put themselves into this experience, right? I think that's what most students, like what you all have called it, more of an experience and kind of quote unquote a class, that there are so many other components, that there were things that you heard. I mean, Anna just used, you know, friends, like you're creating friends in the class and having that bond as well as a community as you're going through something that's challenging. For Karina's and Ariana's class, we that's when we had to leave um, campus and go home as well too. And everybody I felt like was just such so committed at home. I remember like Ariana, you're taking me back there, you know, with the 12 hours where I was kind of saying to everyone, please get off your computers at some point, you know, as well too. Everybody was so, um, as that group told me, that it was, it, it was a stress reliever in a lot of ways, being that absorbed in doing their research at the time, at a very stressful time. So first of all, we want to thank everyone for coming today. And we really appreciate it. We appreciate, you know, all everyone, all of our panelists spending this time with us as well, too, um, and, sh and sharing your experience and your background. So want to thank you all. And I, I will stay on for a few moments if anyone would like to talk. Um, and I'm just going to end our recording right now. So thanks, everyone.